Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, y'all, hold on one second. Before we move on to our next topic, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Point number one, it's free. F-R-E-E. That means no money down. You can download the app and you can use it immediately. No money down, no bread, no nothing. Point number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. What am I saying? I'm saying you don't have to download any strange or or hard to learn software. You don't have to leave the comfort of your home. If you have a cell phone or a laptop, then that's all you need to start making your podcast on Anchor today. Point number three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. Let me say it again. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify. I'm talking Apple Podcasts. I'm talking Google Podcasts. I'm talking everywhere, any podcast platform you can think of, Anchor will distribute it for you. So you post your podcast right here on Anchor, and then on your end, your job is done. Anchor's literally doing the work for you. Point number four, point number four, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Let me say that again for the people in the back. I said on Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means if one individual listens to your podcast, you can still make some money. Mm. Who don't like money? I know I do. In the last point, point number five, it's literally everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So listen, I don't know about y'all, but I love Anchor. I've been using it for a while. It's been amazing for the Porch Podcast. And I got other friends who have podcasts as well who have told me nothing but positive things about this app. So listen, you need to download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let me say that one more time. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to A-N-C-H-O-R, that's Anchor dot fm to get started this is the porch this is darnell smith let's get it baby anchor i love you yo 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 what's popping you kicking it with the coldest podcast in the world i'm your co-host b jones aka bolo but you already knew that of course i couldn't do it without my dog it's your boy d mill aka big smitty aka d nice and this is the porch Dream. I'm on the road, I'm with the team, I got a show, rolling up green, nigga get pulled, jump on the stage, crazy I go, shot to the top but was raising them lows, patiently working, attacking my goals, come to my section, I'm making a toast, this for the game, this for the bros, bang. I see the shirt you got on, what you, what you rocking right now? I believe the children are the future, <laughs> let them lead the way. That boy got an old soul. I'm on my sexual chocolate shit. Shout out to coming to America. You know what I'm saying? I had to pay homage to my to my boy sexual chocolate, Eddie okay. Murphy. Fucking okay. dope. First off, whoever listened to this, understand. If we having a, a comedy off, ain't nobody messing with Eddie Murphy. All right. Oh. Jamie Foxx is dope. Bernie Mac is dope. Richard Pryor's dope. 
Red Fox is dope. Ain't nobody messing with Eddie Murphy, bro. He created the clumps, bro. He created different human that. beings, bro. And now I separate those human beings from Eddie Murphy because he played those parts so well. He's a creative genius. I will give him that. But if you're talking about who makes me laugh, who's the funniest, Bernie Mac. Stop playing with me, bro. What, Bernie Mac is definitely funny. When you watch Kings of Comedy, bro, the first time, you was bro, in tears. I know you was in tears. Bro, it's definitely funny. And speaking of Kings of Comedy, his skit, he probably wouldn't be able to do his skit today. Oh, hell no. It's as sensitive the world has gotten the last 10 to 15 years. But, bro, bro, you got to see... Damn, what was the what delirious? Was the, delirious. And then, then it was uh, another one. He had a uh, with the red tights in it on. Yeah, he had an all leather joint on. I forgot what it is. Delirious was funny. What's then he had another one too. But I, it'll it'll hit me whenever. But bro, just kind of the different platforms. Bernie Mac was stand up comedy funny. Like the Bernie Mac show was funny. Like he was Come funny on. in Players Club. Come on. But bro, Eddie Murphy, bro. He Eddie. ain't funnier than Bernie. Man, I love Eddie. Don't make me do this to Eddie. He just bro, ain't funnier love, than Bernie. I love Bernie, bro. I love Bernie. But, bro, love he's Bernie, not, bro, he 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 not better than Eddie, bro. Eddie, Eddie, funnier, Eddie different, bro. Funnier. I'm not saying like I think bro, Eddie they, over, they all, bro. They they comedians, bro. So funny is what it is, Ma, what But it's different it's levels funny. of funny, bro. It's different levels of funny, my bro. He's stand up comic. He's a stand up comic, and he's funny there. He's an actor. It's funny as fuck. And this nigga it can impersonate whoever and be funny doing that, bro. In all categories. I love some Bernie Mac, but Eddie just different, bro. Eddie ain't better with stand-up. Ooh, Eddie got some heat out he there. He ain't better than stand-up and Bernie. Ber Bernie said, got some heat I turned the light this whole room get dark. Yeah. That's that old school. You know what I'm talking about. Do your homework, see? Do your homework. <laughs> I don't know. The turkey ass. Like this, this nigga, bro, played a fat woman, bro. And I literally separated the fat woman from Eddie Murphy. Then he played the clumps. Okay. Not one person, not two people. He played a whole family, bro. And I thought all five of those people were different people. That's how funny he <laughs> you was. You was a bro. kid, bro. That's all it was. You was bro, I still watch that shit and be rolling. Eddie ain't even funny. He ain't funnier than Martin. Now oh, what? Cap. Now you now cap. what? Now you cap. Jamie Foxx funnier than Martin. Get out. What? Hey, Jamie a singer. Jamie, Jamie Foxx sing. Jamie's an actor. He's a comedian. <laughs> Nigga, don't sing to me. <laughs> bro, the funniest joke he said, bro, was when he was trying to get Mac on some chicks out there in Africa, bro. And he had some good cologne on and shit. And he was like, he was like, as soon as I farted, bro, he was like, man, them women start flocking. Like, what's that voluntary smell I smell? He was like, he was down there shitting on himself. And everybody was just flocking to him. That nigga funny as fuck. I don't give a fuck. But they all funny, man. Pay homage to all of them. The movie he was thinking about is Eddie Murphy Raw, legendary movie. Raw. Eddie Murphy Raw, yup. My nigga. I love man. Eddie. It's hilarious. Eddie, I just Eddie think dope. stand up. I think Bernie a little funny. That's all I'm saying. It's preference, bro. It's preference. We can we can live with that, bro. To each his own, bro. Yeah, but bro. you know, Eddie's more more prevalent now because he just came out with coming to America. What was it like 15 to 20 years since they shot the first one? Yeah, bro. Something like that. It was, it's been a minute. Um, I watched it. Uh it was did you watch it? I so listen. I it's funny you asked me this. I Talk to me. I tried to watch it last night, and I fell asleep like twenty five minutes within. So I don't know. So I gotta watch the rest of it. 
before you before you even get into it because this is going to help me prove my point okay. so when you fell asleep was it that you were extremely sleepy or you wasn't that entertained i was a little sleepy and i was a, i wasn't as entertained yet it was cool like i think i fell asleep right after the part when um I don't want to give away the movie too much, but it's a scene when Wesley Snipes coming to the crib. Do his oh, thing. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then Michael Blackson came in there. Yeah, cool. Kind yeah, of funny scene. Yeah, it was cool. That's the last thing that I can remember. So, like, part of me, it was being sleepy. Cause I be, I'm a hustle. I'll be grinding. And then part of it was like, eh, it's all right. It ain't really like, see, you know. See, bro, I, um, it, now I will say it did get better towards the end, though. It got a little bit more little bit more serious because if y'all remember coming to america it has some serious flavor to it but it was like funny serious you right. know what i'm saying but i think this one was just like a little little bit a little bit much on the goofy side type type shit it was kind of like a meet the blacks type of vibe got you where like it was i, so, I like meet the blacks though i like meet, meet the, blacks. the blacks is funny bro it's funny but it gives you that different type of funny though like especially when you get so many like famous actors and actresses kind of come come together it becomes saturated kind of like scary movie the scary movie kind of like scary movie that's a great example bro especially like the, the coming to like the last ones like it's just kind of like everything is silly um it's kind of hard to take certain characters certain shit serious at certain points but it did get better but i will say obviously this is something that people say all the time like it's kind of hard to top the first movie mm-hmm. and sequels you know what i'm saying it's always hard to top the first the first movie that's created in sequels but at the same time i just think they could have did a little bit better uh, with so much time that they had on their hands bro and so many people that they had you know with their hands into and in, into the into the movie and the production they could have did a little bit better i say it was it was cool though mm-hmm. i was expecting much more though just because maybe because they just hit us so hard with the first one and set expectations so high it was just hard hard to meet those and they getting older and stuff like that but somebody did tell me that Eddie Murphy really didn't have a big hand in like the executive producing side of things. He was just more of a, like a, a cast. Like he was like a cast member on there and he just had a role and he was playing his role. Right. Cause I really think Eddie Murphy should have just kind of stepped out of his shell a little bit more and, and kind of did his thing. You know what I'm saying? He didn't really show, you know, the Eddie Murphy that we all, we all see on, on television. He, he old as hell. I mean, oh, he is, he is. I mean, what, what I did at 15, I can't do at 27 the same way, you know? That's real, are- but you know, hey, that mouthpiece, one thing about that mouthpiece, bro, that mouthpiece ain't gonna change. I don't care how old you is, you know what I'm saying? So I know he right. had some up in his, up his sleeve, but I feel like his hands were probably tied in certain areas when it came to creating the actual- You actual. think so? But you it was think- cool though, you- it was cool. I'm you- damn near, go- I'm sorry. No, I was saying real quick. You think Eddie Murphy's hands was tied? Like the legendary Eddie didn't have the power to like make changes where he wanted to make changes at? Correct. It sounds crazy. As much as uh, how crazy it sounds, I just think, you know, when you when you start to get to those, you know, those bigger movies and things like that, like mm-hmm. there's a lot of people behind the scenes who really got their hands in a lot of stuff that you really necessarily don't see. You know yep. what I'm saying? I think this situation, you know, like I said, it wasn't a horrible movie, but it wasn't the greatest. Um, what I watch it again. Uh, be real. Would you watch it again? I will watch it again because Kayla went to sleep on it. You know what I'm saying? So pick up the vibe. I'm putting. She down. don't want to watch it again. Kayla fell asleep. You know what I mean? So, I, I mean, I'll probably watch it again. But I mean, it ain't not. It ain't nothing like watching the first one where you can just continue to watch it and watch it and watch it. I got a question for you, real quick. And I haven't seen the first one in years. Do you think those on the top of your head is the first one really as great as we're trying to trying to advertise it? Or is it that is it that nostalgia? Is it that feeling we had? It's like 
every everything's better back in the days. Like every time you think about your life, you mean back in the day we used to do this, this and that. The move, like we think everything used to be better. Is the first one that much better for real, or is just like us having that feeling of like, you know, being a kid again? You know what I'm saying? Well, I'll say um, when you comparing it, when you comparing the first one to the second one, I think it is. I think it is that much better because. When you come to the second one, it's so much, it's so, it's so much harder because you have to like kind of bring different, different twists into the movie because people who watch the first one and are getting ready to watch the second one already have expectations and kind of have things in their mind of what's supposed to happen in certain situations in the second, in the second uh sequel, right? So right. Uh, the expectations are already high. And, and if things don't really meet those expectations from the viewers from the first one to what they think the second one's supposed to look like. And then people automatically kind of throw it, throw it, throw it under the bus a little bit. And then, which I am doing, honestly, I ain't going to be real with you. It, it definitely sounds like I'm throwing it under the bus. I definitely appreciate the movie though, for the culture. You know what I'm saying? It was definitely right. something positive for the people get hype around it and watch it and stuff like that with your family. But I will say they could have just did better with the second one, man. Like I think, to answer your question, you asked talking about nostalgic. I think it is something nostalgic where you think back on it and you bring up old memories and stuff like that when you were watching it back then. But like the punchlines and stuff, like just kind of way that shit was going, like the whole setup of them coming to America, kind of doing their thing here and kind of falling into the culture and understanding stuff and saying dumb shit and going to the club and, and trying mm -hmm. to mack on chicks and meeting different women there and, you know, finding a girl, working at McDowell's, like all that shit was new to us. So right. since all that shit, you know, now in the second one is like, we, we, we know about it and was funny then it's like now, mm, now you got to bring a little bit more to it though, for us to continue to be, you know, and that's entertained. Tough. It's it. tough. Yeah. yeah. It's tough, bro. And it was certain aspects of the movie where they was, you know, would bring certain clips from the last, uh, you know, the last original, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the original footage, you know what I'm saying? But it just, it, it was cool though. A lot of people said they liked it though. They enjoyed it. It was a good movie though for me to watch because it was just good to see all of the like, you know, famous people, all that, you know, actresses yeah. and, you know, actors. Black stuff, people but, too. Yeah, but I probably wouldn't have paid no 30, 40 bucks to go to AMC to watch it though. I'm pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty glad that I uh, was able to Watch that young you dig on Amazon. You 30, feel me? 30, 40. What, what, what movie theater you bro, going to, bro? Because, bro, bro, when you go to the movies, y'all, you got to get your popcorn. You got to get a nicey. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The ticket's probably already going to be 20 a piece if you go to the late night show after eight. You know what I'm saying? Popcorn, probably about $12. You know, I like candy. I'm going to get some Swedish fish or some Sour Patch Kids. That's probably be $7.99. Mm. You look up, bro. You paying 40 50 bro. Then I might get some, I might get a pretzel with cheese, bro. You know, I I'm about to say, all right, pretzel with cheese or at least the nachos with cheese with the cheese and, and the jalapenos on the side. Bro, but I but agree with you. Passage, you. Though, to always get the popcorn, though. Always gotta get the popcorn. For sure, popcorn off the rim. You ain't even thinking popcorn. Off the rim. But there, I feel like, bro, see out here, bro, in LA, if you if you got a hold of your college ID, your student ID, you go to movies and you get that student ID rate. Like, go to seven dollar seven dollar movie. Go to the, the Magic Johnson Theater over there, uh, over there in the hood, over there near LeBron. See, you know what I'm talking about. He ain't from LA. He ain't from LA. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm jealous, bro. bro when you said when you said Magic Johnson Theater, bro, I just thought yeah. about Penny Proud, bro, and, and the Proud family, bro. When Magic Johnson had like a, a son, no, not Magic Johnson. What's the dude name when he when he say it all started with a basketball? Uh, Kelly, Wizard Kelly, uh, Wizard Kelly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wizard Kelly had a little movie theater, and I'm like, damn, that's probably the same movie theater. Like, I think the Wizard one. Kelly is Magic Johnson, but that's just a whole nother, nother oh, another, whole another look. 
But now I, I do want to ask you though, since, since we're talking about you know uh, the second, you know, coming to America too. Let's talk about just sequels in general. I mean, how do you feel about having sequels? Is it something that you think is beneficial? Something that people should like stop doing? What's your overall just vibe on that? Man, certain shit, certain shit. I feel like you can't touch, but it's like sometimes you just got to get the people what they want. You know what I mean? Um, thinking about a couple in my head, all the rush hours were, were dope. The rush hour, yeah. uh, I damn near like rush hour too. You know what I'm saying? Like I like sequels Probably where my like favorite I end up liking. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I like I like sequels where I'm end up like I end up liking like maybe the second, third, or fourth one rather than the first one. Like if you like the original, it's just like okay, you know you like the original. Like, but I think the Fridays, the Friday franchise was pretty good. Obviously, mm -hmm. the first Friday is the best one. Um, the yeah, second one, the, it is, but second the second, second one got second one good though, man. It, it got like, juicy because Mike S brought a whole new vibe to it. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of, it was creative. You know what I'm saying? It, it segued perfectly from, you know, where he was at, where Ice Cube was at to moving out. And then, yeah. you know, the third one, the third one was a little bit more silly, but yeah. I appreciated the silliness because they brought it in together because it had some real moments on some like, okay, some real shit. Then they had like the silly moments. Like I just... I love goofy shit, um, but it, it, too much it, goofy shit. It, it's just like I can't really, I can't really vibe with it. like dance flip. Right, right, right. Now I'm, I'm with you it's for sure. Goofy, but dance flip, hella, hella goofy. Um, I gotta be in the right mood to watch some type of movies for sure. But thing about the third Friday, Friday after next, I think it's it's an all time holiday movie. I think it's a good movie Ooh, to watch with your a, family. Point, you know that's what I'm saying? Point. So like around Christmas time, I can I will always you know be cool with watching. Friday after next, because I'm in that happy mood. I want to mm -hmm. laugh. I want to be silly. Um, you know, next Sega Friday was who? What you say? Street Fighter Two. That uh, <laughs> Santa Claus. Ooh, coming straight to the ghetto. Ghetto, ghetto. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, yeah. I like the third one though. Yeah, those. That's a good franchise, bro. I think that's yeah. a pretty solid franchise. Fridays yeah. are a pretty so solid franchise. How you feel about? Okay, Bad Boys. The first two. Fire, fire! This last one lost me a little bit. I was lost. I could have did without the last one. It was cool. I love Will. I love Martin. But I like. I would have been perfectly fine without this last bad boys. I'm gonna be real with you. That man. That man had a whole kid. <laughs> Big Mike. And but, dude. Hey, and dude. Dude was a like, beam over. He killing people. Everything. Killing like just. It was. It was. It was decent. I think. Like I said earlier it, it was thing where we were so like ready to see them together see them on film again kind of anticipating you know what what was to come and like i said especially if you if you kill in the franchises like that where you're able to do one and you're able to do good it's just gonna make the third one even harder to accomplish you know what you want to accomplish but yeah. at the end of the day you know i ain't rotten tomatoes i ain't no movie critic you know what I'm saying? So everybody got their own opinions. You know, it's a lot of people out there that said Coming to America was great. There's a lot of people that said, you know, Bad Boys 3 was great, you know, but they wasn't fucking with the first, the first couple, you know, the first couple movies, you know what I'm saying? So what about, what about Fast and the Furious though? I'm so tired of that, bro. I, I am so tired bro, of Fast and the Furious. It's like bro, Fast I, and the Furious 22. I ain't seen the last like Literally three, four of them, bro. <laughs> I think, I think, uh, Vin slow their ass down now, bro. You said what? Uh, I, said, I think Ben Diesel got grandkids on this motherfucker now, bro. <laughs> Damn, bro. I'm like, bro, I get it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? My boy Paul Walker, you know, 
RP. You know, met the father, you know what I'm saying? But just kind of leave it alone, though. Leave, let that, you know what I'm saying? You don't see nobody remaking New Jack City, mm. Boys in the Hood. Mm. Just certain classics, bro. You gotta let you gotta let those classics be, bro. I was like, cool even, with the first couple facts. The first, like probably three, two or three. Two or three. The first two, both good for sure. Hard, the, first two. the third one was the Tokyo Drift. So I, I was cool they with that. Throwing Bow Wow in there. As, as a young person, I was cool. It was different. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. as, as a youngin, I was cool at the time. Bow Wow was popping at the time. Shout out to Bow Wow. And then it came back. It's it just kind of confusing after a while. There's a lot of too much stuff going on. You know what I mean? Facts. I feel you on that one, bro. You know one one thing that I was disappointed in, bro. You know, the goaded, bro. The best, the best first movie ever. And then I was like, they could never. They should have just left it alone. They shouldn't try to remake it at all, bro. With Lion King, bro. Ooh. They should have just left Lion King. Lion King. Now they have like the the movie where it's like real, like the real animation, like they look real and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like man, just leave Lion King alone. That Lion King. That my dog Simba run the show. You know what I'm saying? Towards the end, beat the shit out of Scar. And it's 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 now you want to create all that stuff. Like, I don't care about Simba having kids. Like, that's cool. Like, you, you don't know. want you don't know what, what Simba like what happened with his life later on. And, and bro, I get it, bro. But if you ain't coming with that fire though, like you gotta come with that fire, bro. Cause I really do think too, sometimes if you watching a, a sequel, it kind of takes you away. Like, damn, you dinner don't want to watch none of that shit no more. But once you start watching a couple bad couple bad movies you know what i'm saying right right it, it, it's interesting though because i always wonder and it's kind of what was my point earlier when i asked you the question earlier about like the, the the nostalgia for older movies like if there was a way like for example let's say let's say you saw next friday before you saw friday so it's so like you coming from a clean slate a clean mind you have nothing to base it off of you just saw next friday would you think that's greater than what you think think it is now like, like, I feel like we naturally water stuff down because we have, we're comparing so much. Yeah, 100%. That's Comparison why I, that's, is, the, is the thief of joy. It is, it is, it definitely is. That's why I said like those sequels, bro, it's hard, it's hard to, to make people, to make people laugh, to kind of get people, you know what I mean? To buy into it because you got those expectations already in place yeah. and you already anticipating what you think is gonna happen in this movie. And if it don't happen, then you know, your um, whatever whatever word I'm trying to look for, it's not being met though. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Kind of like mine just bottled right now, but um, yeah, like you, you know, you're you're um, you know, I can't even, I can't even find a word today, y'all. I need to I need to help me. That boy needs to eat, boy. I'm about to play. No, I was playing. Nah, it happens to the best. So I I, I did forgot words multiple times, bro. You know, I, I mean, flame I, with the best of them. That's one thing I don't forget is how to flame. Oh, no, nah, you, you forgot how to flame, bro. Let's get that. I keep it. Oh, below used to be a couple. Flame. I keep a couple hot ones. Look, let me just tell y'all, just to segue, just a little bit. I'm going to get into this, y'all. Look, so I'm 28. I'll be 29 May 1st. All right. Old so as hell. Old as hell. 30, right. So it's a lot of, like we talked about in our podcast, it's a lot of things we, we used to do that we don't do no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's some of those things where, like, I don't used to do it, but I keep it in my back pocket just, just in case I have to do it again. And that's that flaming shit. Like, if you want to Joan, you want to you want to throw jokes. I'm the king of throwing jokes. Now, now, I'm not gonna put myself on that pedestal like I used to, because I used to flame the socks off a lot of people. And nowadays, people just walk up to me I ain't seen in a long time and be like, "Get your love." I'd be like, "Damn, we ain't, I ain't even at that point no more in my life." Where I'm trying to flame. <laughs> I didn't <done> grown. <laughs> my dumb ass out. I'm like, shit. I ain't even on that no more. But, 
but there's always a strong but. I keep a couple in my pocket in case I need them in case of emergency. You better be careful. Here and let nobody flame socks off my ass. You better be careful because you know people going. I'm gonna post this and people gonna be in the comments throwing them jokes at you. You know they gonna. See, that's, the, see, that's the thing, bro. I'm not gonna flame somebody under Virtually. pictures and shit like that. I can't do that, bro, because. The jokes don't be hitting right. You know what I mean? It's about timing. I'm just talking about timing, bro. The jokes is timing, bro. You got to hit them right, bro. And, and people don't be picking up when I'm putting down through reading. They got to hear me. They got to hear me throw these jokes, bro. So if you're listening out there, I can throw jokes. But I am retired. But I will make an exception. <laughs> put, the, put the cleats back on, man. Nah, I think this is a perfect time to kind of transition to a... Uh, uh, our next topic, man. So something that's been on my mind for, for quite some time is um, just like education, right? So growing up, you know, going to school, middle school, high school, et cetera, we, we get taught all these different, you know, curriculum, uh, curric- get this curriculum and different topics, social studies, English, all this different type of stuff that some stuff is needed. Some stuff is more so like I learned it just so I can pass the class and I never used it again. Mm-hmm. So my my beef with the whole like education system is that now that I, I'm an I'm an adult, a young adult, learning you know in this world, figuring stuff out. There's so much stuff, so many things that I feel like I should have been taught in school that I wasn't. Like for example, you know, right right now it's like tax time for for all of us. I had no idea how to do taxes. Like no one had ever taught me that in school. Now you could argue, okay, your parents should have taught you that or whatever. Cool. I, I I'll give you that. Maybe so. But don't you think school should teach you real world, real life stuff that that that's going to be utilized, like how to how to buy a house, like the process and steps it takes to to buy a house, how to manage your money a proper way, how to do your like. What's your thoughts right there, uh, just in general about just what we're taught in school and the, the lack of certain life skills that that they're not teaching us? What's your overall thoughts on that? So uh, for me, there's uh, there's so many different angles we probably could tackle with this. But um, like I said, I'm not a teacher, so I don't want to be ignorant and just kind of throw out what my thoughts and ideas are, because I, I bet there are a lot of teachers who probably feel the same way and their hands are probably tied in certain situations. I know specifically in certain schools, they have to abide and, and work under guidelines from the state. You know what I'm saying? They have a certain yeah. curriculum that they have to follow. Like you said, kind of on the five courses, like math, science, social studies, English, reading, like those five core classes is something that, you know, you got to build your, your plans around and things like that. But I had a few things that I wrote down that are very important now that we're grown, you know, that we're growing up and kind of starting to, starting to find our own. Yeah. That I think it's very beneficial that they need to at least add, you know, in high school and, and, you know, junior high school to kind of give us a, a, a edge up. But a part of me though, and I'm not going to get into all the conspiracy theory, theory things, but a part of me always thinks that like, they kind of want people to leave school to be behind a little bit, if that makes mm. sense. Like they don't want people to know everything that they need to they know. They don't want to give you all the tricks of the trade so they can keep Yeah, they don't want to give us the, they don't want to give us the book. Yeah, exactly, bro. They don't want to give us everything that we'll need to know. So that's why I think it is very important for us to teach our kids and stuff like that because you only can learn a certain amount of things, a certain amount of things in school and putting that in in the perspective, if you ask me, you know, what my sophomore earth space science teacher was teaching me about the galaxy and shit, I don't know anything about that. 
but if he was teaching me how to appropriately, you know, write, um, you know, fill out an envelope to mail, mail right. something, you know right. what I'm saying? Knowing where certain things go, how to write a check, you know what I'm saying? How to balance a checkbook, mm-hmm. uh, how to, you know, grow food, you know, how to, um, shit, um, housing, like the housing market, you know, buying houses and doing taxes, like you mentioned. And I even think too, like nowadays, especially seeing we're in 2021, I say about 2015, 2016, that's when I, me, when I've been in social media, I seen like a big push towards the mental health side of things. I think we should create like a preventative mental health class to Mm -hmm. kind of tell people like, hey, in the event that this happens, this situation happens, it's totally normal. This is kind of what you'll feel. This is what you'll go through. That way kids are leaving school and going to college or doing things on their own, being able to anticipate certain things. It's kind of like preventative maintenance where they understand things beforehand and now they're able to you know, figure out how to redirect themselves without falling in a pit because, oh my God, I've never been in this situation before. This room is dark and I feel like I'm in a corner by myself. But if you're getting taught this, this shit, you know what I'm saying, from the, from from ground zero, then people are more likely to be more successful when they leave school. Like, I feel like when you leave fucking school, bro, it's like we got to get retaught information or get taught how to do a job or something like that. You know, shouldn't school better school better prepare us for certain things in life? You know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly, bro. It's, it's supposed to teach you, like prepare you for real world stuff. Like, why am I learning about the, like just stuff that I, 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 I'm not never going to use. Like there's so much stuff that I've learned that it was cool, like to say I know how to do it, but like I don't, need, I don't need to use the Pythagorean theorem. I don't think. I mean, I haven't thought. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think I need to use that at any point in my life. So, I mean, just teach, teach us how to live, like and live, not just to survive, but how to actually live. Like, I want to know. I, I want to know how to invest properly. How do I look at the stock market? How do I look at bonds and understanding, like what? What's what's a risky investment versus versus like all that is so important. And I feel like I've learned more real world stuff since I've been out of school than I did when I was in school. Now, granted, there's certain things like, of course, like basic math, English reading, of course, like duh, we got to learn that, of course. So I'm really speaking more so like like high school and, and uh, you know, college even where it's like calculus. I don't really need calculus. I don't like most people don't like I'm sure there's scientists in particular career fields where where that's beneficial but that's a very unique and very specific field where if that's your major sure you can take that but a a everyday person like you and i in the sales market or on tv whatever i don't need to know that you know what i'm saying so i just don't understand who came up with the curriculum and why aren't we having more life skills and real world um um classes in in high school in college and you know what i mean stuff is gonna help us grow thanks and bro i'm i've talked to my mom a while ago um and she was just kind of bringing up how like obviously back in the 80s and stuff like that trade was a big thing so like people a lot of people wasn't really leaving school to go to college people was leaving school to get jobs and start providing right away so back in the day bro they had like um you know cooking classes they had uh Uh, building classes like those building shop classes where it taught you how to build stuff kind of taught you how to cut stuff like wood shop and stuff like that and you just don't see a lot of stuff like that no more well specifically in in my you know while I was growing up I really didn't see that like we had a couple different classes like a drafting class and stuff like that but the wood class kind of pretty much left you know what I mean cooking class pretty much left so it's like a lot of stuff where like I feel like you will actually need 
when you get older, at some point in your life, you will have to change a light bulb or fix something in your household or cook a meal or something like that. Like, you know, they just was just like, kind of fuck it. Like, you know, they'll, they'll pick it up how they pick it up, but you will learn, you know, this, you know, person in social studies that has nothing to do with nothing, you know what right. I'm saying? In these history books, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to go there, but you know what I'm saying? Us learning information that's not going to benefit us when we get older about history, you know, specifically right. history that has nothing to do with us. You know what I'm saying? So, and it depends too, kind of like what kind of education you're getting too. Cause I know, you know, usually a lot of public schools don't get the best funding when it comes to supporting certain classes and things yeah. like that. So I'm not ignorant or na to naive or naive to, uh, you know, just say we need to do this, 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 this. I know a lot of that, you know, involves resources, involves, you know, teachers and, you know, being more involved and things like that. Like a lot of stuff does play a big factor, but the overall curriculum though, um, that comes down from like the state all the way down to these schools, you know, I feel like the, the people that's sitting in those big desks need to sit back and think about it. Like, how can we put our students in the best position possible to be successful? Right. Um, you know what I mean? 3.14 times pie times, you know, all that shit, you know, if I'm not an engineer. Base you know, times, height, equal, uh, like, that's like, cool, but I don't really, you know, mm, I don't know that. Not, it's, I'm not gonna say it's not important, but it's not vital to a lot of people, you know. It ain't important. Get older in the world, you know what I'm saying? Call it what it is, it's not important. That base times height ain't gonna help me pay rent, so. You know, <laughs> base time height ain't gonna put no money in that bank account. <laughs> not at all. They should and still be. <laughs> Doing something that you ain't that you ain't using, like no, no, none of the skills, none of the education that you use. You know, you'll go get a job, you know, and have to relearn a yeah. whole process. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Bro. So it's 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 confusing, man. And like I said, it's, it's one of the things where you just gotta. I think people just gotta teach their own, teach their kids kind of the way and stuff like that. Kind of yeah. self teach and stuff. I know a lot of people who you know, do homeschooling kid, those kids, man, they, they pick up a lot, you know, from yeah. homeschooling. Cause it's like, I'm teaching them how I want to teach them and how I think they, you know, will learn and be successful and use this, you know, moving forward. So, yeah, now nah, that's facts, bro. That's facts. And I, I, I do want to make one, one quick comment. So I was blessed to go to, you know, the greatest high school in the nation. That's Warren <laughs> Central High School. And we do have a, like a hall where we have, it's a, what's it called? It's um it's like a particular, like, entire like area where every class is like for real world stuff so like there's a there's like a if you want to do hair they got that class they got like a if you want to be a dentist if you want to if you want to be a cna like a cna class if you want to so i will say my high school we do like in my high school we do have like hands-on like trade a trade type of hallway i can't think of the particular name right now that's what's up that's um, what's up so that's dope yeah. but a lot of schools don't have that though so like right. you said so just that, and like I said, even beyond like the hands-on trade, that's one piece of it. But like I said, the other piece is just simply in in English class, in social studies, like in math, in like in these actual classes, find a way to intertwine real life into that class. So if I'm wow. in, if I'm if I'm in math, let's let's do let's do a project on taxes. That's still math. It's just a different way of how to do it. You got to be creative as maybe, and maybe that does fall on the teacher. I'm not for sure how that process works, but. Find a creative way to intertwine your curriculum to real to the real world and information that we need to know. Like right now, bro, I'm gonna be real with you. I don't even know how to uh, sign a check no more. I think I might have I might have learned in elementary. We might have went over it real quick, like in fifth grade, and then that's the last time I ever heard of it. 
Bro, they don't even do, bro. A lot of schools got rid of cursive, bro. Yeah. They got tablets like, now. They don't even like tablets. Like, what about your signature? What about your John Hancock? Like, a lot of, I mean, I get, I get what evolution would change, you know, technology, you know, you may go away from the signature thing, but. But do both. Like, like, why not learn both? Why not do a little bit of the yeah. cursive, but still learn technology? You could do both. That's why I'm so afraid of the generations, bro, where. You know, they just not going to know anything about doing anything manually. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Writing a check, you know what I'm saying? Going to the post office, like doing anything like that is going to be so foreign to them. They're going to rely 100% I mean? on technology. And again, I'm not some old school dude who I'm like, oh, let's stick to our old but way. It's, it's good to be balanced, though. Exactly. My point is, exactly what I'm about it's to say. To balanced, so let's do better. I, will, I, I know we short on time, but I want to I want to run this by you real quick before we transition um, to the next part. So yeah. do you think the way schools are set up, do you think they're kind of creating the monster in these kids that are going out into society and not doing what they need to do? Do, do you think the curriculum plays a big part in that? OK, I, so to answer your first part, do I think they're creating it? No, I think that falls back at the household and the home and the parents and how they're raised for the most part. But do I think the schools play a role in it? Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I, I believe I believe they play a role because like we're saying, if you're not teaching me how to really live life and how to make a living and make money and teaching me skill set for the real world, I'm going to figure out on my own legal or or illegal. So you, yeah. you, you, you someone who come from where I come from, don't have much mother struggling. I'm going to school, but what I'm learning in school ain't translating to nothing in the real world that can help me, that I can feel like help me in the real world or help me even in my situation right now. Well, naturally as a human, you're like, it's like fight or flight mode. So you're going to just go figure it out on your own. And that, that may not always be a positive thing or a legal thing. And then that leads to like, so yeah, it, it is connected. I mean, like we, we can go deep one day on this. Like it's, it's all connected for sure. It definitely is. That's kind of what I was alluding to. But like you said, that's that's a whole nother 30, 40 minutes that we ain't gone. But all right, bro. So uh, we heading towards the end of the show. Um, we got a special treat for y'all next week. But before we jump into what the topic may look like for next week, I wanted to put my boy d on the spot real quick and give him a quick, throw a quick question out to him, get his thoughts, pick his brain a little bit to see how he's feeling. So recently in social media, uh, I've been seeing a lot of people just kind of, you know, talk about bow wow right um mm -hmm. giving him you know his flowers or a lot of people not giving him his flowers obviously bow wow used to be that nigga back in the day that's not Man. that's not play no game to let y'all know that bow wow was everybody's favorite you know what i'm saying book. that nigga was cold yep. but obviously a lot of shit that he's doing now how arrogant he is and stuff like that kind of some somewhat killed his legacy so a lot of people don't really look at bow wow for being the pioneer that he once was mm -hmm. so for you um let's talk about bow wow uh is he like is he like legendary? Is he like the the starter, the start of like all this shit that's going on? Is he kind of like the wave, the wave leader uh, right now? Is Does he need his flowers right now? Are we not giving Bow Wow enough credit for what he's done for the culture? He's legendary. Bow Wow, Shad Moss, whatever you want to call him, he's legendary, bro. Let's, let's just keep it real, bro. Like you said, growing up, Everybody, first of all, all the all the girls love Bow Wow. Taking all the girls. All poster on the wall, loving Bow Wow. Every girl I knew growing up in elementary and early middle school loved Bow Wow. And you think about everything he's done from music, movies. He's, he's been in some good movies. Um, I mean, yeah, he, he's done he's done a couple corny things, you know, posing in front of the, the, the jet saying it was his and a couple comments he's made here and there, but ain't nobody perfect. I'm not about to 
cancel somebody or tarnish someone's legacy because they weren't perfect. Like, come on, I'm not perfect. If y'all would have saw, if you, if you if you hear every little thing that I've said in my life and seen everything I've done in my life, you might judge me differently. So overall, I think about the, the success, like Lou Bow Wow was, was damn near in death row while y'all playing. Told it. He was wow. down there in death row. He was goaded for a little bit, bro. He was Five years old rapping, bro. Bro, and what people don't understand was, bro, let me hold you down. Like when he was started, when he, when he got to a teenager, bro, he was still putting out hits when he was a teenager, bro. You know what I mean? You look buff as fuck over there like that. I do it. Yeah, all right, did he say, let me hold you? Oh, oh bro. I listen to that right oh. now, bro. With I'm, all. Glad, I'm, I'm glad you said that, bro, because we was definitely about to get into getting get into it, bro. If you wasn't <laughs> trying to show my boy Bow Wow no love, bro. My boy he, Bow Wow, he, him and Romeo got into it, and Bow Wow, that's the hardest beef in hip-hop history. They used to have the big-ass jerseys on with the chain and the headband. What's up? Hey, and Bow Wow, what Bow Wow say? He said, you ain't right, you ain't right, you ain't keep it, yeah. got y'all keep yeah. it, talking, little buddy, you ain't fresh in my head. He said, yeah. he said, make it more than your dance, see? <laughs> Shout out to Master P. Bow Wow was spitting. I don't know who wrote that, but he was spitting, boy. Bow Wow was spitting, bro. That's love, bro. So, hey, shout out to my dog, Bow Wow. I seen Tory Lane shout him out and let them know that, hey, all y'all grown niggas rapping and all that shit, y'all probably had Bow Wow on a poster or something, or your sister had her on, had him on a poster at some point in time. So don't play like Bow Wow wasn't that man back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Facts yeah. machine. Yes, hey, as usual, it has been a pleasure with my dog. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I think next episode is going to be deep. Hey, y'all might want to tune in. What we talking about? Oh, you scared? What we scared? We talking about what? We talking about talent versus timing. Talent versus timing. Which which one is more important when it comes to success? I don't know, but you got to tune in to that. Now. Tune in. Hey, follow us on Instagram. All right. Like, share, subscribe. We giving y'all gems each and every day, but most most of all, we just showing love, man. All right, show appreciation. All right, just listen, tune in, conversate, hit us up. You know what I mean? Podcast. You know we on Apple Music, we, we on, on Spotify, Spotify. anywhere you can find a podcast, man. We there. All listening platforms, baby. We here. We the poor. But hey, as always, this is your boy D Jones, aka Bolo, and you know I'm kicking it with my dog. It's your boy D D Nice. And thank y'all for listening in. Hit that subscribe button and listen to my boy VIP Watch. Just dropped some new music, by the way. Check them out on Apple Music. Gang, 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 gang. Doing things I ain't seen and it's shocking. Yeah, they love me. They like how I'm rocking. Showing love since the day that I got it. Yeah. Every day finding ways to make profit. Yeah. In the booth, Chris Record making hot shit. Yeah, I drop this. Play my shit in the club, gotta watch it. Why the niggas be looking and plotting? They step in the game and they catch us and rock. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.